Hello, everybody. Good morning. Welcome. Great to see all of you guys. My name is Ariel McReynolds. Uh, I've been coming to the City Church since we started. I was 15 years old then, and I was in show choir and choir and taking a bunch of music classes, and now I'm 21. I'm a full-time musician, so there's my little progress. <laughs> um, I play at local bars and restaurants. I play acoustic guitar, and I sing. Uh, what a gig looks like for me is I load in my gear, I set up, sometimes I'll have a little time to talk to people, and then I play about three hours of music. So I've been doing that like two years, a little over two years now. I've experienced a lot of great opportunities, made amazing friends. Uh, God's just opened so many doors for me, um, even though it may not be a stable job. Uh, he's just made it that way, and I've been super blessed. Um, but throughout that time, I've also faced a lot of opposition, and you could even say some disappointment. Um, yeah, a big part of my job is pleasing people, uh, making sure that people are engaged, people are enjoying the songs that I'm singing, uh, trying to read the crowd and see, like, are they liking this song? They're not liking this song? Okay, I'm going to change genres or something. Like, I'm playing a country song, and everybody has biker jackets on, and they're looking at me funny. So, I don't know. Like, maybe I'll play Take It on the Run or something. Maybe they'll like that. <laughs> uh, just trying to make sure that bar owners are feeling like they're getting what they paid for, not only liking my music, but... A lot of it is liking me as a person as well. Uh, I'm what you call a people pleaser, you could say. I love clothes. I love putting together outfits. I think it's really fun. My roommate knows that I'll try on like 10 different outfits and be like, do you like this one? Do you like this one? Oh, no, not that shirt. Okay, I'll change my shirt. Yeah, you're right. Uh, do you guys like my outfit? Oh. <laughs> um, I just felt a huge pressure to make people happy. That's not an unhealthy thing, um, but when people aren't happy with what I do, when people are staring at their phones, talking super loud over me, maybe even giving me dirty looks, or saying kind of outrageous things, I take it super personally. Uh, it's hard for me to separate my performance and my appearance with my worth. I don't know if anyone else can relate to that. <laughs> Recently, I've had multiple interactions with bar owners saying, oh, we don't really want to book you anymore. And I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, and just like kind of wrecked my world. And yeah, it was really hard for me to process. Um, it made me start asking these questions like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Should I like choose a different career path? Maybe I could go back to nursing school. I'm scared of blood, but I guess I'll try it. <laughs> um, yeah, it just made me question everything. I was like, God, open this door for me. God's called me to this, but this person said they don't like me, so does that mean I should just change everything? I started losing my passion, and my excitement about what I was doing. 
Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt defeated or questioned what you were doing based on other people's opinions or their comments? This could look like a job, a relationship, moving. Have you found yourself going above and beyond to please your boss or your coworkers? That is a great thing, but is it making you lose yourself? When people aren't happy with your work or your decisions, are you letting it wreck your world? Maybe you post a picture on Facebook and you don't get 100 likes. Are you beating yourself up? Oh, people don't like me, I guess. Literally, they aren't hitting the like button. <laughs> or you put on a new shirt today and you're like feeling really good about it. Nobody said anything, nobody noticed. Those are small things. But the way that we react to small things says a lot about the way we will react to big things. Are you confident in what God is calling you to? Are you pleasing him in your workplace, in your relationships? Are you tuning in to what God wants for you? There will always be opposition when you're doing what God's called you to do. We talked about last week our gifts that each and every one of us have gifts that God's given us, multiple gifts. We don't just have one gift. Like, my gift isn't just music. It's not just honed in on one thing. Like, are we using all those gifts? Let's see what God says about who we are trying to please. We're going to read Ephesians 5. I'm going to start at verse 6. If you guys like to turn to this in your Bibles, or if you have the version app on your phone, you click to it. Verse 6 says, Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath comes upon those who are disobedient. I just want to break this down for a minute. Did you guys know that the definition of empty words is talk with little meaning, a message that seems to contain meaningful content but does not? That just really hit home for me. Empty words. Let's just read that again. Let no one deceive you with empty words. Talk with little meaning, a message that seems to contain meaningful content but does not. Paul wrote this while he was in prison in Rome. He faced a lot of opposition and empty words spoken over him. He was called basically every name in the book. Like People didn't believe in what he was doing, but he wasn't there to please people. He's like, this is what God has called me to. And this is my purpose that I'm fulfilling. If he would have just given up, we wouldn't have this book today. Yeah. Verse 10 goes on to say in the NIV version, find out what pleases the Lord. And then in the ESV version, it says, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. You may be asking, like, what does that mean? How can I please the Lord? I think a great way to do that is by diving into God's word and prayer, by reading our Bible, maybe even doing daily devotions. Um, they have them on the YouVersion app. If you just want to do them on your phone, they have devotion books. They're a great thing to dive deeper in with your relationship with God. You cannot know what God has called you to if you don't ask. Are we scared to ask that question? Have you guys noticed that if you're 
in a relationship, you have a job or friendships or moving, and you're like, yeah, God's called me to this, but I'm not going to ask him about it because I don't really want to know. Like, I don't want to know the answer because I know it's not what God's meant for me. Galatians 1.10 says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? This can look like small things, like honoring people in the way that Jesus did. A big way is to forgive people. God has called us to forgive people just like he forgives us. Also, God has called us to love our neighbor as ourself. But I think the biggest thing is that God wants a relationship with each and every one of us, to be in that day today, to talk to him, to communicate with him, like include him in on your life. Just invite you guys to take a moment and think about what God is calling you to, not even just the big picture, but what is God calling you to today? How does God say to treat people and to treat yourself? Are you too focused on other people's opinions or are you tunneled in on God's word? I think a big question is, are you letting empty words control your life or are you just letting go of them? I invite you guys today to let go of those empty words. When you're faced with those opinions and those comments that just make your brain go crazy, I just invite you guys to use these three steps. One is to pause, wait to react. Um, when you get that text that kind of comes off a little funky and you're like, mm, I don't know what they meant by that, instead of just angry texting them right away, like this is what I have to say, maybe just pause for a second and pray, God, how should I react to this? What is the reaction that you would like me to have? And perspective. Is this something that I should question, or is this something that I should let go? Get God's perspective. Last week, I had a gig at a very small venue, very intimate setting. Um, lots of people were engaged, but there was just one couple in the back, older couple, talking super loud the whole time. <laughs> um, and no filter saying whatever they wanted to say, which is fine, but I could hear everything, and I was like, okay, okay. And I think between almost every song, the older lady goes, she has a really great voice, but... And I was like, oh, I'm just going to stop listening. She has a great voice. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just... I started writing this message a week before that gig, and I just... It popped right up into my mind. It's like, oh empty words, like pause, I don't need to react to this right now, pray, God, how would you like me to react to this, perspective, should I let go of this, or is this something that I should talk about, and I just felt like God was saying, just let it go, it doesn't mean anything, and I just laughed it off, everybody at the venue was kind of looking at me every time she would say something, like, is she going to get mad? Is she going to yell at her or something? And I was just like, no, just laugh it off. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I just invite you guys, like, don't let those empty words hold so much value. Just let it go. I went out to eat with my grandparents, and 
my grandma was kind of going on and on about something that happened 20 years ago. I don't think she even realized she was, but she was just like, yeah, and then this lady said this, and I, I was like, what? And then my grandpa didn't even listen to her, really. He was just like, let it go, let it go. <laughs> I just love that he recognized that, that she was doing that. And he's like, let it go, let it go. <laughs> it may seem silly, but it's been popping up in my head so much. It's so easy to let people say things, and it just kind of ruin your whole day. If you let it, it will. Um, but just like, oh, let it go, let it go. Like, I don't need to think about that right now. And just actively choosing, like, I'm not letting this affect me. I'm letting this go. Yeah. You can take control of how you react to people's opinions, even though you can't control what people say. Uh, I think most of the time, people are operating out of their own insecurities when they say things like that. And I know that I've been guilty of doing that too. Like you just feel insecure about something and you're just kind of talking and then you're like, oh, I, that, wasn't, that wasn't a healthy thing to say. <laughs> yeah. I just encourage everyone to be supportive of each other, be supportive of this church, of this community, of your workplace, to stray away from speaking those empty words over people and to tune into God's voice and listen to him. I just encourage you guys to try to recognize when you're operating out of those insecurities because we can't control that sometimes. Like, it's how we feel, but you can control what you say and how you react to things. Yeah. I just invite you guys to stand. We're going to pray. And then we'll have a last song of worship. God, I just pray that you would just shut down those lies from the enemy. That you would give us wisdom in our calling and what you're calling us to. And what pleases you, God. That we would just let go of any opinions or comments that hinder what you have for us. God, I just pray for control over our reactions. I just pray that those things would just bounce off, that they wouldn't affect us, that we wouldn't let those sink in, that you have called us to more than that, um, that you would just give us confidence and faith in stepping out and what you've called us to do. Amen. We're going to sing this last song. It's called, Who You Say I Am. And I just invite you guys to really let these words soak in. Like, we are who God says we are. It doesn't matter what other people say about us. Amen. Amen.